Give it up. Can we get a little smoke for the Lakers playing championship? Oh, man. Here we go. Playing champions man, we of the Western celebrate. Conference. We celebrating making it. They overcame Games the odds. Playoffs. Shit. They said we couldn't do it. Since when? <laughs> Lakers overcame the odds, beat the Wolves to secure that seventh seed in the West. It wasn't a pretty win, but a win is a win. I never seen a pretty loss. So I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Lakers started season 2-10, and 10, and according to their analytics team, they had a 0.3% chance of making the playoffs. Mm. Everybody thought the Lakers were cooked like crack in the 80s. Wow. Which, if you were around for that time, <laughs> it was moving in shape. Snowfall. <laughs> but trade deadline triumph gave the squad new life. I think they're 17-7 and seven since the All-Star break, even though this playing game doesn't really count for anything. It just mm-hmm. disappears. But tied with the Bucks for the best record since the All-Star break. Yep. So, got to ask you, Gil, first. I, I, that fucked him up. Come on, man. It sounded like the <laughs> Come back home. Shock, like the, come back it home. Like, it sounded like the intro to a Netflix series. Like, you're just going to push play after this. Like, yeah, this might, this might be interesting. You're going to watch it the first time, but after that, I just got into secession. Like, I don't need to see that, the open every single time. But you see it get better and better. Yeah, it do, it do, it, right? it so This it seems do. like a good series. It's getting better. So, former Lakers fan trying to bring you back on the squad, but Gil, current Lakers fan, do you believe in this Lakers squad? Yes. Remember, I was the one who said, we want to stay in seventh. You did. We want to stay in seventh because it's an easier road to the championship. We got that seventh spot. We're about to play some, some, some young Memphis Grizzly. Going to spank on them. And then, you know, we'll see who uh, round two is. So, ooh. so you think that performance last night warranted Good momentum for a win against Memphis. That performance last night, that was a good enough indicator that you guys ready for playoff basketball. Um, LeBron played well. Andy Davis played well. D'Lo didn't play so well. And we won. What happens when all three of them is dynamite? Y'all going to lose. When all three of them? Yes. Against who? Whoever. Dylan Brooks? Yeah. What's that buff dude name? The buff one? That look, he looked like you, but life's Bane. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Built like a pit bull. He can't even close his arms, man. No, he can't man. even close his arms. That's who we scared of. That was of. a bad game That's last who we scared of. That was a good game for y'all. That's what y'all celebrating. Oh, we, just, we just get a win. We just celebrated. Come on, man. And it's a win. That looked like an eliminator. That wasn't no one celebrate. That was an eliminator <laughs> performance right there. Yeah. They, look, and what did I call? Minnesota by six. Y'all was scared the whole game until the, to the end. When it matters. <laughs> Winning time. You said by 15. It was by 15. Oh, shit. How much you won by? Six. Uh, I guess a, good, a solid six, though. It was an eloquent six. That was a nasty six. No, it was, honestly, it was a struggle watching that game. I think they was down 11 at halftime. Yeah. But Dennis Schroeder, Rui. But we, we, we talk about. Russell being a, a real game changer. D'Angelo Russell got to be there. He, like, I, I don't like the inconsistency there. Like, I want to roll with y'all, you know what I'm saying? But it's like Schroeder or him, right? Schroeder's so inconsistent to me, but he still got game enough to show up when it matters. He at least got that grit. D'Angelo didn't show me nothing last night that, that showed, like, I'm going to lead the team to where they need to be, right? Then you got... LeBron thinking now, like, I got to step into the point forward position, get guys. That's why he made the play at the end of Schroeder. Like, that was a D'Angelo Russell play, supposed to make that play. No, but, you know, when you're, when, you're talking about, when you're talking about playoffs and you're talking about a seven-game series, to be honest, Anthony Davis and LeBron, they're f- 
four and a half games, they have to be great, yep. right? D'Angelo Russell, two out of the seven. Yes. Schroeder, one. Um, AR, one. Yep. Right? So, you, you know, you have the, the role guys, they just have to be great one game each. Yep. That's it. You know, it's not, it's not like you need D'Angelo Russell to have 20 every game. Right. It's just, just we need you one time if somebody's off. And that's really it when it comes to the playoffs. But LeBron, the, 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 the stars have to really be there. You know, there's no way Le, uh, LeBron can have 10, 15. Right. And Russell has 30. It won't work like right. that. Right. You know, so. So we know that the inconsistency then comes with LeBron and AD being on the floor at the same time for a long extended period. More, I think that the longest they've been is like five games total consecutively mm-hmm. throughout the season where they've been on the floor. So it's like, all right, can we keep them on the floor together? And can they play great for those five straight games, four straight games? Like you said, you're saying great, mm-hmm. right? Which is good, meaning AD is at that 17 and 12, or LeBron is at 25 mm-hmm. and 8 and 8. That's good. They need to play great. So if they're not playing great, you got that one, two performance from uh, Russell you're talking about where he might have 30, might have 28. A AR performance, he might have 20. Mm-hmm. But if they're not doing that, and we got to look at them as wild cards for doing that, like, oh, we don't know who's going to play tonight. I'm not trusting that shit, man. I wouldn't, listen, I wouldn't trust them against um, any veteran team, but we, we are playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Right. They, they have right. one superstar, You're right? right? Um, and then, they, you know, the, they have great role players. Like, they're scary because they actually play with each other. Yep. Right, so that's the scary part of Memphis. But at the end of the day, they only have one true star. And um, you know, when it comes to close games, referees and stuff like that, they're gonna always give the advantage to star power. You're right. And that's the, that's the only that's the only advantage that I. We see saw a little bit last night, but the the officiating was was some of the trashiest shit I think I've seen. <laughs> it's the playing, lock in. Tricked off goal, Tanny call. I mean, it was like, what? What are we doing, fellas? Listen, I re- I, I rewound that last play on Michael Conley at least twelve times because I, I I need to see that ref after. Hey, hey, excuse me, sir. You, so you didn't think it was a foul? At that moment in time, the way he shot, like if I'm a referee, the way he just shot the ball, yes. he did not shoot the ball. Yeah. So at that point. You know, there's no follow-through because he's not shooting. He's just tossing. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're closing out, turning around. If there's contact at that point, okay. incidental, already out of bounds, the play's over with the shots up. You know, so it's a questionable call. You're fucking home. But you know what, why it's questionable, right? Think about the charge call, right? Uh, K-Love, Draymond, that momentum that takes you into the charge where you know you stop. Mm-hmm. And he barely hit him, and they and then like, that's a charge, right? It's the same thing on the shooting foul. Trey Young get a lot of those. Steph get a lot of those. After I shoot it, if you happen to just touch me a little bit, it's my job to sell mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, yeah. And for for Mike Conley being in that corner right there, ref right there, gotta make that call just because. And I and I get what you're saying. Time score, mm-hmm. situation. That's a trash call. Right, just because there ain't no way that he's gonna make that shot because of the way he shot it, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's desperation, they need this shot, mm-hmm. right? Because if you give them these three points, they try to fight. Yep. It changes the game, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like no. you're saying, 
the problem, the, the, this would have been a real problem if he made that three. That's what I was going to say. And he blew that whistle. That, that referee would be, woo. You know what I mean? That referee would be gone. Because you just, like, you know, that's one of those things where it's, it's, you have to really look at the play and make sure that you're making the right call. And the fact that he did not actually shoot the three, and it was just like, that was the only question. Um, other than that, I mean, because it's not like he followed through. It was basically one of those tosses. Like, it could have went 50-50. You know, you're at, you know, you, ref, know where you are. Because <laughs> right. you, you could have got fucked up in the parking lot. Is all I'm saying. You could have got fucked up in the parking lot. Like you said, if that shit goes in. That was the, the concern, and now you essentially give him that win because Conley's not gonna miss that free throw. We know he's a seasoned vet. Yes, that's where the issue became, and it, it wasn't like they were calling it consistently all game. Mm-hmm. Like even in OT, Cash should have fouled out. I think first or second play of OT, AD got a bucky fouled the shit out of him. They didn't call it, so it's mm-hmm. like, what are we doing? We're not calling the bullshit. Let let it go, but. In that moment, that could have potentially stopped LeBron and Lakers from fulfilling the prophecy. And like you said, you in L.A., you got you to gotta get out that arena. Out of that arena. And I told y'all, too, in the group chat, I said, I, it's one of those games where some shit just happens. Shit like that, that ball go in, the Lakers lose on that. That's why I pick many. Because I know that games like this are the shit games where you, shit can fucking happen. We just look at the game afterwards like, can y'all believe they called that shit? The best thing about what he just said, he picked me. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> We're going to get more into that, the Lakers-Grizzlies series. Win some, you lose some. You live to fight another day. You live to fight another day. Hey, it's all good. Especially when, you, when you're on these underdog pick So Yeah, I said, that's, I can't lie too much. I got $4. Y'all got some of my bread. <laughs> I'm going to get it back. I got $4, man. I can't. Y'all got some of my bread. I'm going to get it back, underdog, if it's the last thing I do. Y'all already know. I've got my mind right. I'm drinking a soda at 11. And they're not, and they're not paying for that. I don't, okay. Hey, cover the logo. Cover the logo. But, Rashad, you mentioned AD and LeBron with the, with the five-game uh, stretches together. So this was their first five-plus game streak together since January 2021. As of a week ago, it's now, I think, closer to seven or eight games, which is some wild shit to think about mm-hmm. when you talk about, you know, this duo is supposed to be in the core and the nucleus of this Lakers squad. And even this year, LeBron missing the 13 games with the foot, them being able to come back and do something special, get that seventh seed against all odds. They didn't think we could do it. We did it. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about LeBron a little bit. So he hit that the game-tying three late in the fourth quarter off the pick and roll, beautiful. And on the final Lakers possession of the regulation, LeBron passed up a potential game-winning shot, trusted his teammate, Dennis Schroeder, to knock down a three, they both came through with the ice in the vein celebration. One of your more beautiful moments in Laker fandom. I think it was something around like LeBron's 12th assist on game tying or go-ahead jumpers in the fourth quarter in OT. So when you look at LeBron historically, he's been criticized his entire career for not forcing shots and making the right basketball play. And we talk about making the right basketball play. Mm-hmm. Jordan's done it. Kobe's done it. You know, you're talking about Jordan with Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. Kobe throwing the lob to Shaq, mm-hmm. amongst other amazing plays in his career. But for some reason, LeBron gets clowned for it. So, girl, I'll start with you. Has LeBron changed the definition of clutch? I don't think he's changed the definition of clutch, but I don't think he's getting credit for his IQ and his greatness. Um, before, before Jordan came in, right, 
you know, Bird was considered clutch, Magic was considered making the right clutch plays, and um, there was no, there was no real one man does it all type of image, right? When Jordan came as a guard, hitting game winners, carrying teams on his back, finishing a play, ending games, ending careers, it gave us the apex of what a superstar should be, what a franchise player should play like. So then we have Kobe who mimics that, right? So when we have LeBron, and LeBron was considered Magic Johnson first, he's magic with Jordan-like ability. So if you ask the question, all right, what's his gift? Magic mentally, Jordan jumping ability. Okay, so when he comes down and he has this game winner and he sees a three-point shooter open, that's the magic in him. We, when he averaged 30-some points, we want to give him the Jordan title. Oh, no, nah, he has to be like Jordan. Why he ain't making that? And I think that's the problem that came with LeBron. Instead of us saying, yo, he's making the right play. In his, in his world, like, we have to consider what he is. Like, if Steve Nash did it, right? Steve Nash made the right play to players. Um, uh, was it? Um, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul, you know, these guys are going to make the right play. They're not going to sit there and force shots that they're not used to making, right? So what's the difference if that's his skill, right? And I think that's the genius of it. Like, he's not trying to lose games to try to put, be put into a box that he knows he can't be, be put, in, put in. I mean, we live, right? Yeah, we, we are live. live. The chat is booming. Look, man, we're not going to give LeBron credit for not having killer instinct, right? Which is a different Killer thing. instinct Clutch is killer one instinct. thing uh-huh. that magic do not have, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So we're giving, we're giving LeBron the magic DNA, which is... We want you to have killer instinct to take over the game in those specific moments, right? This is not game seven, finals, Kerr, wide open, Jordan kicks the Kerr. This is play-in game, Schroeder's open. You could have dunked that on Cat, but you decided to pass it, right? Killer instinct. I need killer instinct for you to be considered a great all the time, right? Killer instinct, I'm LeBron, I'm 6'8", I'm juggernaut with a basketball. Anyone near the rim is in trouble when I got it. Dunk on everybody. We've seen you do it. You don't need to defer to your teammates just so the fans feel good about you passing the ball. Fuck that. You're LeBron, run everybody over and dunk that shit and let's walk out of this bitch with a win. You passing a Schroeder don't give you a fucking a bouquet of flowers saying, look, he passed the fucking ball to Schroeder in the corner. Like, yeah, I'm glad Schroeder finally hit that shit because he said he remembered the last time. That Hornets game. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when I, I'm LeBron and I give you the fucking ball and you need to make that shot and we like, uh, and you don't. Like, it's like LeBron has to be thinking, I should have dunked that shit. What do I be thinking passing up the ball to these guys when I can just dunk that shit, right? Man, I... Now, I could be a bit critical of him in these moments because, like you said, he is making the right plays, right? He's being point guard-like. But we're comparing him to the Kobe Bean, Mamba Bryant. We're comparing him to the, the black cat, Michael Jordan. And that's the only thing, the only thing that change him from them is killer instinct. 
LeBron ain't got that. I'm going to eat your heart out. Magic didn't have that. I'm going to eat your heart out. So if you don't got that, I can't say that pass to them was just because I didn't want to eat your heart out tonight. It was because that's the only play I had to make. So, but something I want to ask you, you think Magic didn't have that killer instinct? Because he showed, I think, coming in as a rookie, Kareem goes down. Bro, is that, is that one, killer instinct? No, no, I'm just saying, one but play. I'm just saying, I, when I need to get buckets, I can do it, but that's not necessarily my game. But it's not eating your heart out to get that bucket. It's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this bucket, right? But that's the DNA that they had. Here's the question then. You're in the corner as Schroeder. Yep. And LeBron comes down. Mm-hmm. And LeBron forces that shot up and y'all lose. Mm -hmm. Would you be pissed no. that you was wide open in the corner? Because it's LeBron. No, no, no. If you was wide open in the corner and he's looking dead at I'm you. I'm an option. And he's looking dead at you wide open mm -hmm. and he tries to do some flipper. You're going to be mad as hell. No, I'm not. Because you're wide open. Because we living with it. Like you don't trust me to make the shot. No, because look, if it's you and I'm in the corner, right? And it's your team. This mm -hmm. is Gilbert's team. We living or dying with Gilbert at the helm. So whatever decision you make in that possession, mm -hmm. we all got to live with. That's and if I'm rolling with you as a, as a homie in the corner and I know that he looking at me, he know he want to pass that to me. Mm -hmm. But he like, shit, I trust my shit. I tr and I'm trusting Gilbert because Gilbert been trusting his shit that's got him this team. But So I'm like, yo, Gil got to take... If he got it, he got it. If I'm open, he throw it to me. I got to deliver for you because you trusted me with the but shit you don't now, want. Now, if I don't pass it to you, what does that tell you? He don't trust me to make it. Nah, he trusts you. You trust you more than you trust me. But that's the that's what LeBron is telling his teammates. I trust you guys. Yeah, that's, that's why I make it. Because he ain't got Scotty Pippen in the corner. He I wouldn't pass Scotty Pippen in the corner. Whoever. <laughs> I'm not passing the Schroeder. I'm not passing the Schroeder in the corner. Tie game. Not passing the Best Schroeder. Guy. Like, in the but that's what I'm black saying. German. That's like, already. I'm just saying. What, what, what I'm saying is, it's it's. He been through a lot. <laughs> like you're, you're talking about, like you're talking about, like, like I I took shots, right? Like I took those. Those were my shots. Mm -hmm. But I, I understood how to hit game winners. I knew the angles. Yes. There's never a great angle on the side of the, the where he's at. That's never a great angle. Right, you have the baseline, you have the sideline, you have the defense, you have a guy trying to take a charge. So when he's coming, he don't really have this angle anyway. So the best move he could have possibly done was here and try to reverse it with his left hand, which the guard who was there could have just did this. So that open spot was it. I don't know, Gil, because think about it. You're thinking about it from a scorer's position. Mm -hmm. LeBron is not thinking about it from a scorer's position. Think about the play. We run the play Rewind back. Rewind it. We run the play back. You look Rewind. at LeBron, his momentum going toward the, the rim, it looked like a play. This was a play because he was going to the, to the cup in such a manner where if he wanted to lay that bitch up and go reverse. It's only, like it's only, left hand reverse is the only thing he could do. AD was right there. He was being boxed out. He literally was giving him the lane so he could do that. Nah, AD was in the back. So then you look, you make that pass because it's, it's wide, wide open. open. But it's the play. What I'm saying, if you rewind it, rewind it. There's one thing that you're missing. When he's driving, he's driving, he looks up at the rim to see where he was. So when he jumps, he realized he, he can't make that. He's selling it. He can't he's make it. He's selling because it's a play. Think about it. He we need it. We got we it. We need a three. No, it was tie game. Was it tie game? 95-95. No, 
that put what? them up three. Yeah, right. so look, look, so look. So, so look. Look at that. Look at that. He's done. He could make that shit. Go back. Keep going. Go look. from the other angle. Other angle. So you can see LeBron's face. Right, look. He's going to look up. He right, look, see? He see that that man, that man got all that. <laughs> he got all that. Yeah. I mean, he could have. He could have. He could have went with that. That's a layup reverse, right? Yeah. Gotcha. That's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I, you can see he. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. I got that. But he's wide open. LeBron is saying, like, man, he wide. wide open. That's a Ben Simmons. He but, wide. But Ben Simmons. But wide my, my favorite thing is Austin Rivers knew right but away. But what I'm saying is he knew right away. It's I. I. I, I watch the plays. Right. We watch it. Now. Now let's let's take it out of LeBron. And let's put in like a player like Westbrook. Right. When you have a player who's stubborn to try to make those plays, to try to prove to everybody that I'm going to make those, and we've seen the results. We've seen what people say about them, yep. right? So it's like, which side of the coin do I want to be on? LeBron wants to be on the side where I'm just giving ourselves the best chance of winning. Fuck the Jordan. Like, I'm, I'm not him. I'm not him. I want the W. That's where he Because if he, if he would admit, now let's try this. If he don't, if he, if he don't and he tries it, they get the ball back, they have a chance to win it. Right? He knows he's not Jordan. He's trying to make his own lane. So I want to win. I want to win. The easiest, listen, the easiest, that shot was the easiest for him to try to take because no matter what, we can go to overtime. I feel like he takes the shot. If he misses the layup, AD taps it in because he's in rebound. Maybe. He's in offensive rebound position. Everything is moving Kyle so Anderson, fast. Kyle Anderson no, had to No, ain't no way. But what I'm AD, saying is AD was right yeah, there. No, you're right. But I hear you. Everything, I hear everything's you. moving so fast. It makes sense. Like, Everything is moving fast. And but, as a, right as a, but as a player, I, I, you, you have to give him the credit for really trusting these players over and over. I, was, I lost to a trusted play. When I missed those two free throws mm-hmm. and Damon Jones came in and Damon Jones ain't played none that game. None the game before that. And he baits us all and throws the ball to James, Damon Jones, who's been cold for two games to hit a shot to win the game. To win the game, not the top, to win it. And I'm telling you, he didn't, pick, he didn't pick Damon Jones to be that recipient. That shit. That just happened to happen. Just, just like, put him in the game. Just hey, because you need a shooter. You need somebody. Put him to in shoot. the game. Him. He ain't played last game. Look, Schroeder don't make that shot. We talking different. Just like if Damon Jones don't hit that shot, we talking different. But if if was a fifth, we'd be drunk as fuck. So we ain't gonna use the if, mm-hmm. right? So we're gonna say, all right, Schroeder hit that shot because LeBron knew that in this possession, man, we need to make something happen. We mm-hmm. need something, and we need to take the pressure off of me. Uh, take the pressure off of me. But what is the pressure? The is pressure that more is pressure? I'm not, I'm, not the, I'm not the reason why we're going to the, like, I'm not scoring the ball for it to be, like, the reason why we're going to but, the but, next. But what I'm saying is, why is the greatness, if the greatness was, like, the greatness can't just be because of fucking Michael Jordan. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm, that's the only reason we're, ju- we're, we're judging people off of game winning is because of fucking Michael Jordan. But Nobody else in history. We're celebrating LeBron right now for making a pass. Schroeder in the no, we're celebrating the Lakers for winning the game. Man. To keep, we're like for 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 moving to the next thing. We're, yeah. we're we're celebrating the victory. I don't give a fuck how the victory happened. Like we we make fun of people. We say, hey, don't coaches say it all the time. Hey, don't be don't play hero ball. Right, right. Don't play hero ball. There's a reason they say that because the motherfucker always think he he out there being trying to be Kobe Bryant, just throwing up shit, losing games. 
Right? So when a player does the right play, we can't say, oh, he should have took the shit himself and been Jordan. But we can say, hey, man, this is a game y'all shouldn't even had close. This is supposed to be a game y'all supposed blown out by. Well, if it was the fifth, we all be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, for me, I'm looking at the situation like, yeah, he made the right play. Yeah, y'all won. But y'all supposed to win. And to your point, if Schroeder misses that shot, it's a completely different discussion. And that's just how it goes anyway. Even if he makes a shot, oh, LeBron don't got that and dog. Y'all the link, and y'all it the doesn't Lakers. matter either way. So really getting the wins the most important thing. I just want to talk a little bit. Get what you're saying. Get what you're wait, saying. Wait, wait, let's. How many, how many shots, great Curry, how many clutch threes have Curry actually made? Less than four, five. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But no one's questioning it because, one, they fucking blow everybody out. <laughs> that's what I think. Just, just, he's sitting down in the fourth quarter half the time. But, you know, even when those plays are happening, it's a team thing. Yep. Right? It's a team thing because they teams move so well, anyone can take that shot. So I guess we're talking about now is when you get to the point where you can trust your teammates with shots like this, it's beyond the the, the, the point of you trying to prove to others that you can do it. Now it's just being done because it's the right play. It, like, yeah, let me make this play because I don't got to prove to y'all that I can do it. You play with KG. How many game winners did KG try to take? A lot. Or, or did he make the right play? He had to. Yeah, make the right play. He had to make the right play. Yeah. yeah. No, I get so, it. But, you know, being on that side, what does it mean to have a teammate trust you like that? And, and this is something we've talked about before, Gil. A lot of guys aren't clutch, right? Mm -hmm. you know, and on me, you don't need to be a superstar to be clutch. A lot of guys might do work first, second quarter, but as soon as it gets to winning time, you know, cheeks start getting a little, little scrunched in, and, and, <laughs> and they don't have that ability where, like you say, you could throw Damon Jones in the game, ain't played in two games, but I know I need him to make this shot, and, and he don't give a shit what point the game it is. So how do you develop that trust? And even not just looking at LeBron, but just on a broader scale, even with yourself, with your teammates, I know you joke a lot about, you know, guys wouldn't put enough work in, mm -hmm. but did you have that teammate that you could trust? Like, I, I need this dude to get a bucket. I'm a yeah, yeah, for the, listen, like, okay, one-on-one -on -one skill, like when you're talking about players that, that, that are gifted at one-on-one, -on -one, it's, it's, it's feet, right? It's, it's understanding how your first two steps are very important, right? So when you think about, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe, or someone like a Scottie Pippen, their first two strides are great, right? If you look at, you know, someone like LeBron, his first two strides are duck walk, mm -hmm. and then he's momentum. Right, so it'd be hard for him to be a one-on-one -on -one player posting up and doing all of that. Um, two, it's it's security of being okay with missing a shot. Every superstar is not; they don't want to be a bad guy. They don't want the booze and all of that. You have to be able to take a shot, miss it, go home, right? Practice, come back, and and short-term memory loss. So you know that sometimes separates gamers, guys who are clutch from everybody else, are you willing to, to, to be a disappointment if you miss this shot? Mm -hmm. A lot of superstars are not happy with that. Mm -hmm. Like, they, I, I can't, you know, like, I let my team, the guy, I let my teammates down. Like, you, that's hard. That's hard. That's part of the killer instinct, yeah. too. That's a part of the DNA mm -hmm. is that let down, that shame, mm -hmm. that fuck. If I miss this, they might not want me to take the shot again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, like they might not start trusting that I can be that guy. And think about it. You started in practice when they're doing the last second shots, mm -hmm. going over the three, two, one. Yep. Who's going to be our guy we run the play for in the last seconds? Mm -hmm. Gilbert has shown to make it in practice more times than not. Let's give him a shot. See, if he do, see what he do in the game. 
as you see it, if it get close to going in in the game, he's like, he might be our guy because he got balls to just mm -hmm. shoot it. He got the balls to shoot it. Like, you looking for that mentality. So it's easier to find that when you know that you practice for it, you live for those moments. But some guys, like you said, they, they not they, – they, it's nut-cutting time. They don't yeah. smell the popcorn. They don't look forward for that moment like, yeah, who, who we drawing a player for? Cool coach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fucking cool coach. Give me the goddamn – I'm young Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm Scotty. Mm -hmm. Bro, get, get roll with me. So when you don't get that play, you feel some type of way when that dude don't deliver. Yeah, for sure. Like, damn, man, I could have delivered that shit. Let me yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Let me get that shit. I mean, because everybody always talk. They, they talk about the two free throws and they make jokes or whatever. But I've seen enough. But I'm saying I've seen enough of you play to know that you you know it wasn't a fear or like you just missed the shits. Like just miss. It's, and, and, and and it's it's crazy to say that because people see now oh, he he punked out bitch out whatever. But it's like. It's not, you know, when I think of like a Nick Anderson, somebody like that, like that, that was in his head, like yeah. it fucked up his game for the rest of his career. Mm -hmm. Where I really feel like, oh, you missed those two, okay. You know what's so funny is because Nick always brings it, oh, that ended your career, right? No, no one actually realized what that did, right? I missed those two free throws and I had to live with it, right? Which I was in the arena the next day or the same night, thousand free throws had to go to the military dude to just make sure my mental was okay, to understand the process of, you know, never being in that moment again, right? Everyone laughs, but nobody actually looks at the next season and see what the fuck I did there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How many game winners did I make that year? There was one point where I was 41 for 46 from in the quarter shots, in the half shots, game winning shots. 41 for 46. I was the most lethal man with the ball with the last five seconds in NBA history. Boom. Nobody, nobody gonna talk about that. Fun fact. Right? So when you yeah. when all those game winner turnarounds and all those from the hash mark, I'm shooting from the hash mark, uh, Philadelphia, back to back, the Phoenix Suns, where does the end of the quarter shit? Yeah, that was that was that year. That was the following year. Free throws, beat Boston twice at the free throw line, beat Golden State at the free throw line in the game. The fuck, I remember they was doing that. They was doing all this. I I, I got fouled. Um, Golden State, I got fouled. And I got two free throws. The coach gets angry. I think it was Don Nelson still. He gets, uh, he gets a technical, so I got three shots. No time left. Right? Golden State over there, you're going to choke. Man, y'all go back to the locker room. This is game right. over with. This All ain't right. last year. <laughs> fuck on to the... Hey, I'll do it after... Get the fuck on to the locker room. <laughs> I make one. Hey, get on to the... This game is over. I don't know. This ain't, this ain't last year. A whole nother man. Go on. Like, what y'all waiting here for? But that's where the confidence turning around. It was, it was a whole different person. Gil, Nobody so understood that. You proved my point. That was killer instinct. But I already had that. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. You already had, it was but, built into you, but it was something that pissed you off that motherfuckers would even question whether you had killer instinct. But what instinct. I'm saying is, but I had that growing up already. Yes. So if you don't have it, you don't learn that. Exactly. Right? So if he don't have it and he understands I don't have this, but what I do have is, is the ability to make the right play. Yep. And that's why I said we have to judge him for how he plays it versus trying to say you have to be him. And if you can't do that, then you're not a great. No, because before Jordan created this space, 
who who was who was considered the clutch and great? What was who, who was it then? But but this is the thing: the the, the criteria between Kobe. It, it was and Jerry Mike. West, believe it or not. It, it was, was Jerry, which is wild when you look at just what one and eight in finals and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. but. but you look at the criteria of what we consider to be the greatest of all time. All of those th different things is Mike and Kobe has that ability to find a teammate, the ability to take over the game, and have the clutch gene, mm -hmm. which is that killer instinct, right? The only thing that I always talk about in this debate is that LeBron lacks that one thing that would consider him that over top, overbearing greatest of all time. If he had that bite down, I'm gonna kill him. But why does he have to? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. If you're gonna die, if you're gonna die, why does it matter? Like, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna chop your head off, right? Right? You're going to see it coming. LeBron's like, okay, you're looking at me. Let me throw it. Boom, he's killing you. Well, you're dead anyway, so what does it matter? It matters, <laughs> it matters because... <laughs> the job is done. The leaders who are, are in, the, in, the, in, the, in the trenches with you... Know how to delegate. They're saying, I'm going to cut his head off. Don't even worry. LeBron is saying, you cut his head off. You cut his head off. No, Kobe and Mike saying, move. I got it. Yeah, but that's. I got it. But, but we're still winning. But either way, but, but what you're saying is we're still winning. But where is that still coming from? Michael Jordan. Everything, every the bas the game of basketball can't be designed by one man. I know, but we're talking about criteria that makes you the ultimate king. The by king of one kings. from who? But by the king himself, the one that was appointed first, the one that said, "Look, <laughs> not appointed first. These are, these are the things you need to have to wear the crown." No, but that's, before but, I hand it to you. But that's what I'm saying. You can't judge everybody off the, the, the one basketball god. Why not? Because no one has that ability. You do it. They do if it. If I make a one-of-one one car, it's one-of-one. One. Right. Everything after that can't actually get to that. No, but it can only right? mimic and look like So it only can mimic and look like it. And we're telling you this other version of something was created. And you're going to say, well, it's not this. It's Why do you want the same fucking thing? It's not this because is, this if, is better. What I'm saying is, is if better. I mimic exactly that, what are you going to call me? A mimic. I'm going to call you B. B. No, yeah. So no matter what, if I'm fucking B, let me do B my way. So with LeBron is C, we're gonna let him see it his way. No, I'm B. <laughs> because we already <laughs> seen. We already seen. We already seen. You We already seen what Kobe did. Kobe tried to follow this road, and nobody ever let him get close. What you oh, mean? Oh, you just copying him. You're copying the fadeaway. You're no, copying. No. You're 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 copy. No, no. You're not him. You're copy. That's not the way. Right. So you're not gonna give it to him anyway. So if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be. Me, let me do me. I want to win games. I'm going to put my team in the best position. I'm not going to be selfish. I just don't have that gene. I don't have that skill. That's all I wanted to so hear. So why am I going to force it? That's all I wanted to but hear. But he accepted that year one. Why nobody else has accepted it? I didn't know he accepted it, but now, he that, been I accepted it. now that I hear from you, I'm good. <laughs> been I'm good with it. it. I'm good. Because that's he, what I've been fighting That's against. why he keeps... Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> You that's jumped. all I've been fighting against. <laughs> you jumped. You're right. I'm with it. If you, if you accept it, I'm fucking accept it. Shit. But, but when we look at LeBron's narrative, what, most playoff game winners, more than Jordan, yeah. more than Kobe, mm -hmm. more games. Let's, let's keep it real. He's, he's, been, he's been doing this thing for a minute. But I even go back to like that 2016, game seven. And everybody talks about the Kyrie shot, but you always got to point out, LeBron hit the three and three free throws, which I thought was, you know, and, and at that point in his game, them shits were shaky. Yeah. It was yeah. that jumper was shaky. Them free he, he could have went and tricked all three of those, and, and I wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have been surprising. But then the presence of mind and talk to some of his teammates about it. All right, 
Let's get Kyrie with the Steph matchup. Yep. Kyrie, I trust you to go okay. give Steph a bucket. And that's and that's 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 right there what we're missing. Would, would, would Jordan have utilized Kyrie the way LeBron did? If he had to. Would he have? If he has Are you saying if Kyrie was uh Pippin? No, if Kyrie was Kyrie, if Jordan was if Jordan was on the team with Kyrie, will Kyrie be as great as he is and do what he does? No, because Jordan can finish those shots, so he's going to take those shots. Well, since LeBron doesn't do that, he gives it to the guy who can. You're right. Which now we get to see his greatness. Yep. Right? And that's that's what it is. Like, it's you you have to judge everybody for how they play the game. We can't, I can't tell you that. This is the road you follow. Yep. You have to be able to follow your own road and let me judge you off of how you plan it. And I, and I say that's the wrong thing. There's, there's only a few mindsets that can walk inside Jordan's path of that part of the game, yep. right? Um, but to be the next Jordan, you have to be exactly built the same, same mindset, same, you know, um, same killer. Like, like his killer instinct on the court it's the same off the court. Yep. Right? Uh, we we walk out of the door. I want to beat you to, you know, and so it's the whole package. Yep. There's only a few brains in the world that's moving as fast as Michael's. You're right. Right? That's just that's just the facts. It's just not playing on the court. It's the whole, it's the whole thought process. You're talking about the Tiger Woods, the Phil Ivies, those type of minds, the 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 Brady's, those, those minds are or or moving at a different frequency. We accept LeBron for who he is. Yeah. We accept no, no, you didn't. I didn't, but I'll do. I got clarity. Now you, now you do. I got clarity. You know, he so you just ain't, so he you, ain't built like that. <laughs> this ain't built like that. That's all. <laughs> he just ain't built like that. It's all. Uh, so we talked to LeBron. Let's talk a little bit about AD. We talked about this a little earlier, but 24-15, <laughs> four assists, two steals, three blocks. Had a great game. But only thing we're going to remember from that game is the boneheaded ass foul. Gil, you didn't think it was a foul. Regardless of whatever we think, Foul's a foul. Conley hits a three free throw. So you know me, I'm on Twitter all the time. Almost immediately after that play, the, the top trends were damn AD, trade AD, and what the fuck AD. Mm -hmm. Damn. And it seems like AD, Lakers fans have a love-hate relationship with him. When he's playing at the highest level he can play, which we've seen, he looks like a defensive player of the year candidate, he looks like an MVP candidate. We've also seen that other side dealt with a lot of injuries and situations. Like, you know, I watched pretty much every game this season. I can't recall a game where it didn't look like, damn, he might have a, you know, season-ending injury. Mm -hmm. Shoulder, whatever. But it would just be like poking. I mean, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, man, can't catch a break. Like, he just might, oh! Always Poke. something. Can't get right. Can't get right. So, question for y'all. Are Lakers fans too hard on AD, or does he deserve some of the criticism? Look, we're, 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 we should be lenient because he brought a championship. But we got to be hard on because we know what he's capable of, right? And, and we know when AD's out there playing AD basketball, he's unstoppable. But uh, he hasn't been doing that for the past two years due to injuries and these little knick-knack bullshits, you know, Bambi legs, Bambi feet. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, uh, I was one of the dudes. Because you know, y'all, when we hit the three, I was on a, I was on a group chat talking shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
And then, and then I, I then another tweet came. Wait, wait, Ty, get, man, right, trade yeah. that motherfucker, man, right now. <laughs> just right then sub his ass out, God damn. And I was one of those too, so I, I can't even lie. But it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's we're fans, we're in the moment. Well, I think you look at tradition, mm -hmm. Laker tradition, the comparables. It's always unfair you go to the Lakers because you're going to be compared to the guys who got it done that were there before you, right? So AD, immediately, who do you compare him to? You don't go right away and say Paul Gasol or Bynum or any of those guys. You say Shaq. You compare him to Shaq. Say, how, compa <laughs> how comparable is AD to Shaq when it comes to like how he can take us to win championships, right? So now you got shoes to fill because... You're the big man on campus. You here, you're supposed to take us to the promise. Now you got LeBron. LeBron is the same comparable. As soon as he came to LA, the comparable was Kobe, right? And Magic. Now you always gonna have comparables you gotta live up to. AD, you know the pressure of LA now. You, you've, been along, you've been around long enough to know that you got a championship. There's pressure on you. How do you deliver? How do you deliver? You deliver by knowing that the expectation exists, that you got to go in and you got to overexceed that expectation. Mm -hmm. And you can't come up short because now you know the media is just like New York. They ain't sitting around and waiting on you to turn into Shaq when that's the expectation. As soon as you sign, like, hey, we here to win championships. It's you and LeBron. How many people pair with LeBron and automatically think that there's a championship in, in, in the mix? Every single one. Every single one. So why is it when you don't win, we don't really critique them about, like, you're playing with LeBron, bro. How you fucked that up? When, when Westbrook went to, Le went to the Lakers, I'm like, how you fucked that up? You Westbrook. He LeBron. He AD. Y'all all on the same team. How y'all fucked that up? Right? So I'm looking now like, AD, bro, it's just the pressure of knowing that you got to live up to a nigga like Shaq, and he ain't going to respect you unless you bring some championships back. You got one. Let's pop that little bubble. That shit don't fucking count. Hardest championship. So look, you got .5. I give you point half of one, right? We, we got to round up. Shaq and them looking like the same way. They're like, look, look, until you dominate and win the whole shit throughout a whole good season, everybody kind of healthy, and we can say, look, you got that. The Laker respect is not going to be there. Like, it's just not there for just, some reason. First of all, the Lakers don't respect nobody. They don't respect nobody. <laughs> Laker greats don't respect nobody, bro. They, they look down on everybody. Big James game. Big Green was softy at the LeBron game. AC Green, Green think he top five, okay? <laughs> <laughs> shit, he be like, I'm Robert Orr and them don't be playing that shit after the game. They be like, oh, that's shit. Is when you hear him on their radio, man, everybody sucked to them. Man. It's like, I'm, that's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst legacy to follow. So now let's look ahead to this Lakers-Grizzlies series. A lot of Lakers, but let's be honest. What the fuck else was there to talk about? We're going to talk a little bit about the Hawks and the Heat for those who care. Mm. But I know a bunch of you on your chat don't, and if you do, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Before the game, Dylan Brooks said he wanted to smoke with LeBron and the Lakers. I wouldn't mind playing LeBron uh, in a seven-game series. The legacy's there. Uh, first time back in the playoffs, knock them out right away in the first round. Bet it'll test us good, you know? They got good pieces, good players, and, and that'll be a good first-round matchup for us. So before we get into the nitty-gritty, we got a show uh, what Dylan Brooks looked like recently at, at a Grizzlies game. We, we got the... <laughs> oh, so man. If a, if a dude who looks like that... That's Pastor X, man. ...is talking oh, shit Pastor to X. you, like, 
Hey, man, he from Oakland, man. Pastor X from Oakland, man. Y'all go, yeah, Google Pastor X, man. Yeah. He's Canadian, though. Next caller. <laughs> man, look like Drew Next down. Caller. Hey, look like Drew down. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm scrolling straight from the survival scrolls, bitch. What you mean? Next caller. I want to be a pimp. I want to be a pimp. I want to be, yeah. That Memphis. <laughs> uh, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. That I'm glad to see him not embracing the villain role. He looked like, you know, he was a pimp sub hose down. But uh, <laughs> Lakers are 2-1 and one against the Grizzlies this year with the Shannon Sharp Cardigan game really helping turn around the season. Uh, should Dylan Brooks be trying to poke the bear like this? Is it? Did he poke? I mean, he's not, I mean, that he sounded a little humble. Yeah, I want LeBron so we come and go to seven and bust their ass and, and get a tune-up for the next round. That's what he said? I mean, more or less. Sound, okay. I, I sound, mean, sound Lance Stevenish. They'll give us a test. Sounds like I mean, Lance But not a test we can't pass. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, it was, I expected more out of, out of Brooks. He's Canadian. Uh, Is he Canadian? Damn. He looks look like a light-skinned Canadian. No, I'm just saying, it's just, it's just one of those things where I, I you know, it's going to be a good matchup. I, you know, this is not one of those, this might be like 49, 49.5, 50.5, you know, matchups. You know, anyone's going to win this one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving, you know, Lakers a favor just because of the experience and the star power through the refs. Um, <laughs> just, I'm just being honest. I don't really see how Grizzlies can really dominate. I mean, you, you, you're talking about trying to dominate. I don't. They just don't have the pieces to dominate. But you know, just like any young team, I just really think they're gonna they're gonna have the confidence. They're gonna go out there and just play well as a team. Like they said before, nobody's scared of those big ass footsteps. Mm -hmm. That's what Rashad. Mm -hmm. I, I like I like Dylan's uh, Lance Stevenson approach. Lance to dance used to piss LeBron off. When he was with Indiana, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the whisper, ear blows and all whisper that. Whisper in his ear and, you know, the <laughs> antics, the type of antics that you need to muffle up a series is this type of, like, bulletin board material. Anything to get everybody's attention off of the fact that you, you, you should be on strategy, you should be ready on your rotations and all that shit. Dylan is, is the, the strategy. He liked the Dennis Rodman. You know, let me take the pressure off the guys who need to perform and let me get all the attention on me. And the offsets when when it's time to perform. So Ja really don't got no pressure. Bane don't really got no pressure. So it's like the more Dylan Brooks puts the pressure on him, the less he has to really perform. Right? His whole job now is to get under LeBron's skin. When Lance was able to do that, Lance was the only one to show balls of Indiana during that series. And I remember that PG and certain guys on that team was mad at Lance because he was waking up to bear. This was he's like, hey man. Why you waking them niggas up? They sleeping. You wake, you woke up D-Wade. You woke up LeBron. Now they done whooped our ass. And now PG want him out because it's like, man, you, you the reason we lost because you woke them niggas up. No, that's facts. That's what I said. Yeah, he blowing in the ear. This motherfucker dropping 40-something on him. Hey, you blowing this motherfucker all you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. We, we look at all the, the antics, but there was a result. Yes. The result ended in you woke this motherfucker up, and he's playing demon basketball now. But that's what you say. You want that so that LeBron does take over the series, and I think that's what it, it's going to propel to. It's Dylan Brooks waking up LeBron the bear, the cocaine bear, mm -hmm. ready to chew and eat anything that he see. I think that's what the killer instinct that can be brought out of LeBron 
when people say he has that in moments, mm -hmm. let's see that when Dylan Brooks get under your skin. That's what showed me, like, all right, he got some, some thug elements that he can wake up to where a motherfucker come, start poking at me like, hey, man. Like that motherfucking people, hand off, you better some, stop fucking fucking poking me. There's some people you just don't want to poke, right? There's some people you just don't you just don't poke. It's just easier to just, <laughs> just <laughs> like I understand. Like you know, you poke in, um, you know, Draymond Green. That's a good poke. Good poke, right? You, you don't want to poke Steph Curry, okay? Mm -mm. Yeah, that, that, ends, that doesn't end well, you know. So there's really, you know, you got to be careful on who you're poking out there because, you know, sometimes, you know. Um, when a person do wake up, it's, it's kind of hard to rewind them back. <laughs> put them back down. Sometimes you can't put the clown back in the box. Hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. <laughs> you can't what? put that motherfucker back down out there, pop out. The clown don't go back in the jack in the box once it's cranked open. He gets to acting clownish. <laughs> Girl, they want to know. Oh, they want to know. Oh, that was not, that had nothing to do with the Grizzlies and the Lakers. And we oh, already know. They want to. That was a personal show. Oh, they want to know why you doing the Bill Cosby bro. voice if you got some Jello pudding on day. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, but let we got Coke Timberwolves legend in the building. Hey, Coke. They got to uh, stop no, it. They got to come with a bag. Coke. There no, they go. gotta come with a bag. There you go. Hey, Coke. 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 Come with a bag. I love how no matter what we talk about, you can always you can always bring it back to your personal situations. This ain't personal. I'm just saying Coke. Just saying. There's a body good. But for everyone out there. We had the cocaine bear reference earlier in the show. We got <laughs> right. I don't know what y'all talking about. Sweating, I don't do not throw personal shots. I'm need, a professional. You need help. You're a pro. I'm a professional. You need professional help. Sign Ben Gordon crazy. jersey. Yeah, you can only wear this. Oh, that's because I'm gonna be in Chicago. That's fine. I'm gonna be in Chicago this summer, so I just wanted to rip the shot. Let them boys know that I'm gonna be back there all summer. You can mm. only wear this outfit certain parts of LA, and I will not certain be in any of those parts with you. <laughs> I will be in the car. Have you seen him? Rooting you on from afar. But let's talk about these Timberwolves. So going into this game, I think they were 34 and 36 uh, with Gobert, 8 and 4 without them. 34 and 30. What? Say it again. So this season, 34 and 36 with, with Gobert in the lineup, uh -huh. 8 and 4 without them. Now we talked, Jay McDaniel seemed like a, a bigger loss, but they also didn't have Nas Reed. And you got to think if, if Nas Reed is available and Gobert doesn't play, it's a little bit different game. But how much did the Wolves miss Gobert in this game? Didn't I call that trade shit last year? It's, I thought I called that shit trade last year. You traded all those, pussy, uh, those pieces for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Didn't I say some shit? I remember saying something about that horrible ass trade. You traded all those pieces for someone who just... Mm. Mm. Seems like a lot to... And it also fucked up the whole trade market moving forward because like we talked about if Gobert's worth this, then what is KD worth? What is, you know, Listen, Kyrie, what are the, it, what these it, other it was, guys it, worth? It was... It was a bad trade because you had rim drivers. You, 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 you kind of... You mess up the game for a player like Anthony, right? Where you have someone down there trying to post up, just clogging up the lanes. Yeah, so yeah. when he decides to go, you take away that ability because it's not like he can dump it off to you. You can't fucking hit a basket if it was right there under the basket with you, which it usually was. You can't, you can't buy height, though. 
You can't you can't buy that. You can't, oh, you can sell it. You can sell it. Mm -hmm. You can't buy it though. Yeah, I don't need to buy it. You can't buy it. Well, you got it. You want to use it for asset. You want to you want to offset it. So Rudy, you know, defensive presence, defensive player of the year. You know what I'm saying? You can't put him in the trash compactor that fast. Like he do have some value when it comes to size and ability to to defend and be a shot blocker. But then again, like you say, offensively, when you're sitting his ass on that block, you in the way. Mm -hmm. Big fella. And if you not know, go get it off the, the pick and roll like a DeAndre Jordan. We really can't use you in there now. So it's like you really offensively, if you don't got a good coach to utilize you properly, you're going to be in there in the fucking way, big fella. And, <laughs> and, and you don't speak English. You know, Kyle looking like, man, fuck, I told you to roll. You just what do. No, 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 no. He, no. he understand what bitch mean. No, yeah, <laughs> repeatedly. No, the funny thing about Rudy is no different than, you know, um, any playoff series. As great as you think someone is, they can be offset in the playoffs, right? So Rudy Goldberg, defensive player of the year during regular season. In the playoffs, he's a liability because when teams go small ball, he has no impact in this game, mm -hmm. right? So now, he because he's a liability, you can't play the defensive player of the year, right? Now you have to bench the defensive player. Now he's useless. Yeah. He's useless when, it's, when it counts. Damn. That's why they traded him. Because they realized, yo, we have to play smaller to keep up with these teams and match up because the person Rudy's guarding is sitting at the three-point line, yep. right? And if he's sitting at the three-point line, who's protecting the basket? So now you have this offset, right? Defensively, now your best defensive player, this great defensive guy, all his defensive stats doesn't mean shit mm. when it comes to the playoffs. So that makes more sense how why they got rid of, uh, the Rockets got rid of Capella so fast because they changed the game mm -hmm. as far as their game plan to go small ball. We don't, you fucking clogging the game up. James, we need James to have the whole lane, mm -hmm. right? So I get it. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And not, you know, make it a bad trade. That is a bad trade that, for them because they needed, they had slashers. They had, you know, a, a situation where Cat is out in the perimeter. You know what I'm saying? What's so funny is that I, and I used to complain about, complain about him. Um, I can't even remember his name now. Big man? Nope. I always gave him a nickname. Now I can't remember his name. <laughs> James Harden's best friend. That was on the Rockets? Yeah. He's followed James Harden. Come on. Barker, PJ no. Tucker. PJ Tucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> call him out. No, ah. no I, I, so I never understood why a 6-4 power four was in the game. Mm -hmm. Right? Just, just like this is the dumbest shit ever. Until he was with the Bucks and realized defensively he can guard anyone he might not stop everyone, but the, the heart he's going to bring, the, yeah. he's going to make it difficult. And the person who's guarding him has to sit at the three-point line with him, yep. right? Which offsets how you got to play defense now, right? And, and, and it kind of, that little wrinkle is, a, is, is, is what actually helped him, you know, uh, win the championship because he's, he's going to guard the best player, whoever's at the two or the three, and then on defense – a big has to guard him. He's going to be sitting at the three-point line. So now you got to change your lineup a little bit just to match someone who's really not important on that floor, and that kind of offset that that them series. Genius, genius. No, nah, it was it was smart by the Bucks. Nah, I'm not even gonna lie. Genius. And I didn't understand it. I was like, I've never played this motherfucker. They got an AAU team with him at the. I said, they, you got 
when it was with the Rockets, you got six one, you got six two, you got James Harden. He was was it six five? And your power forward six four. Oh, this. Then you got Capella. I was like this is a horrible team. Yeah. But when he was with the Bucks, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. I mean, and it outlined it, it outlined a whole new system to neutralize a big man that was in there giving you trouble. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we just stretch him out. And, and PJ never shown to be a slashing threat, so it, it, it wouldn't even make sense to even take the big man out unless PJ's hitting that shot. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not even allowing him to hit that shot to make you make <laughs> the adjustment. It's just the, the whole thought of the threat. It's like, okay, PJ's in, and he's smaller, mm -hmm. and he's quicker. How is he going to guard? He's like, bro, he ain't hit a shot yet. Make him hit four of those. Yeah. We got to make him Bruce Bowen it. But that's a problem. A player hits four of those, that series over with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> during the course <laughs> the, of the game. Yeah, during the course of a game in the playoffs. Yeah. All right, so we talk go, Barry. Let's talk a little bit about Anthony Edwards and Cat. We'll start with Ant. He had a dominant performance uh, in the playing championship last year against the Clippers, dropped a 30-piece. They're jumping on tables, hugging booze, getting it all in. <laughs> but this year... Held to nine points. Mm. I think three from 17 from the field, 0 for 9 from three. Carl Anthony Towns, solid. 24 piece, 11 rebounds, five assists, but got into foul trouble. Made some questionable decisions on some of those fouls that ultimately helped cost their team the game. Ant is only 21 years old, though, you got to remember. Oop, I said it. Shit, I'm going to take a drink. Yeah, take that back. <laughs> Can't, I'm going to take it back. You come in Ant, at 15, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Ant is only 21 years old. Cat is 27, missed 53 games this season, so we just got to add that for context. But want to ask y'all, can, can Cat or Ant be the number one guy on a championship-level team? Ant has superstardom. Um, the way he plays a game, his confidence, his swag. Um, you know, I don't think anyone should be questioning um, his trajectory right now. Um, he had a bad game. This game, what makes a real stud, the, 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 the show that you're progressing, is what he does next game. Right, you know, you, you had nine points, three for 17, 0 for nine. What is your bounce back? That's what, that's what the superstar does, right? I shit the bed this game, I bounced back next game, right? You know, I don't have two bad games in a row. So um, that's how I judge performances, okay? I, uh, this happens, right? What are you gonna do next game? So that's what I'm gonna be looking for. What is this next game like? But, you know, when it comes to superstardom, he is the number one option. Cat is the number two option. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit more critical. I'm a bit more critical because under the circumstance, I look at the performance and, and what the performance holds. What did I see in his eyes during that time of not being able to hit three, four, five shots in a row? How he made adjustments to get to the line? Did he get to the line? Did he play more aggressive? Did he play with a sense of urgency? I look at games like these as statement games for guys like Ant and teams like Minnesota. So when they don't come in and make a statement like they did in the first half, which was come in, we're not going to lay down, right? This didn't have nothing to do with Ant or his ability. I think it was just his filling out the game, trying to figure out where he was going to get his game from, right? Second half comes and it's like, all right, Ant, let's, let's keep the momentum going with this team because you're up. But show me something. Show me that you have this playoff quality, this starlight quality, where even if you're not shooting or playing perfect, you show a sense of urgency that you belong here. This is your moment. And I look at these moments where some guys just shy away from it. And I feel like 
D'Angelo Russell shied away from it last night. I feel like Ant-Man couldn't get a feel of knowing that it was a moment for him. Like, when you're that young, you don't really know. Like, I'm in the playoffs, motherfuckers is looking at me to be the guy, and I don't, I'm just feeling like it's another game. So I look at it like, under the critical lens, he has to show more urgency in this next game. Like you said, the next game is the follow-up. What you gonna show me? You gotta show me leadership. You gotta show me that you wanna know what it feels like to be in these moments, so that next year and the year, be the year after this, there ain't even no question that we're going to you for advice. How, how, what do we do in the next moment, X, Y, Z? If you don't show that, you're just going to be immature up until you get 25, 26. Like, Cat's 27, he still plays immature. He still mm -hmm. plays like he don't know where the game is going to go. Mm -hmm. You've been here. So you don't want Ant to have that same quality moving down to 27 years old where you're still like, man, I don't know what it feels like to be in the second round and I don't know what to do with three minutes to go and we're up three like we need you to, to really buckle down on that so that's the only thing I look at with Ant critically is he is the number one but I can't trust him to lead the team to go to the next level because he don't got the experience and in my opinion he not ready no I mean he's not ready I mean he's 21 right so he's not he's, he's not of course he's not ready um when I look at something like that, it's three for 17 that three for 17 lets me know he was still aggressive, yep. just didn't hit shit, right? If now, if I seen three for seven, three for eight, that tells another story. Like you didn't even try. Okay. Right? You didn't even try to do anything. You took those first five shots and you missed it and you said, all right, fuck it, I'm up for the night. Mm. That's what, that's what, that, that, that I look for right, and aggressive behavior, right? When you miss three, four, five shots, are you packing it in? Did you tell yourself, I don't want to be 0 for 6. I don't want to be 0 for 7. <laughs> right, right. Like, me saying keep shooting is because a guy is 3 for 20. Right. 3 for 21. That means he, he's, he don't care. Like, he just he's having a bad, go at it. But he's still going at it. Right. He's still out there fucking fighting. Yep. Right, he's still swinging. No matter how bad he's getting his ass whoop, he's still getting up. He gonna swing, get his ass knocked back. He gonna get up and swing. That's what that looks like. Three for seventeen, three for nineteen, three for twenty-five. Right, them them three zero oh, and threes. You got a motherfucker who played twenty-five minutes. He zero oh, for three. Yep. He gave up. Yep. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> I'm good for the night, boss. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I don't, I don't even fucking looking at me no more. So, at what level is three for seventeen shooting us out of the game? It happens. Is that is that a thing though for us? Because you know, like I know, when you start missing and you missing and you and it's an important game, and you know that these misses are converting into something, mm -hmm. right? How many misses do I go chasing my momentum rather than understanding I need to do something else to impact the game? Well, I mean, it depends on what type of player you are, right? Um, if if KD or Curry or KD, Curry, Kobe, LeBron, Kyrie, if they went 0 for 10 in the fourth quarter and they got the game on the line, are they going to pass it? Hell no. Nah. No. So <laughs> every shot is short-term memory loss. Yeah. Every shot, uh, that was, that's, this next, these next 10 about to go in. That's the, that's the mindset. Is right? it no. situational, though, because it lasts two minutes in the fourth? Or do you, do you chase that in the third quarter? Listen, my game winner, when I hit it in the Bulls, 
I was three for 15. Mm. Horrible, having a horrible go at it. But that seven seconds, 10 seconds on the oh, I'm making this. Don't even worry about that. Don't even worry about it. But that is the mindset, right? (laughs) As a coach, I can build on, I can build on the confidence part of it, right? I can't teach, I can't help you if you already quit mentally. Talk about it. Right? Talk about it. That's it. Like, you know, if my star player is three, four, zero for 25, I can work with that, knowing he's still aggressive. Yeah. The one I can't deal with is the guys who go 0 for 5. You play 35, 40 minutes. That means you took those five shots and said, I'm not going to take any more unless it's, it's a 100% shot. I can't mm. fuck with a player like that. Mm. Mm. I can't fuck with a player like that. That means you gave up mentally. Yep. That means you're mentally soft. Yep. You're mentally ruined. Shoot me out of the game, because that means you can shoot me in games. Yes. Confidence is everything. I can take that, because I know I know, 82 games, 10, 15, you're going you're gonna to shoot us out. You're going to blow it. Yep. Right? But there's going to be 30 of them. Your work ethic, there's going to be 30 you're going to win. I can take the two for one at that point. Talk about it. You know what I mean? And that's, <laughs> and that's how I judge it. So that's why I said, he's three for 17. I can take that. He took 17 shots. Good. You at least gave us a chance to win the game. So the part which you just talked about is the coach's confidence. Mm-hmm. So if he knows going into making or taking those shots or missing those shots, mm-hmm. that my coach hasn't given up on me mm-hmm. confidently. He, he knows that I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do tonight. I'm not hitting. I'm not hitting the shots. So how do we offset this? Hey, man, just don't say nothing about him missing. Let him keep going. He's going to figure it out because he's, he's dug us out of holes before. before. I'm with it. Brennan Jennings had a, 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 a great about his 55-pointer. First quarter, he's 0 for 7. Most mentally soft players. I'm out of there. The other three quarters, they might go 0 for 1. <laughs> <laughs> it might take one more shot the other three quarters. 100%. 0 for 7 turned into 55 in a rookie record. So when, when, so when all you basketball, like <laughs> all the basketball kids, anyone who's, it's not about how you start, right? It's about how you finish the game. There's going to be games where you start off bad, you finish great. You start off great, you finish bad. Yeah. It's just basketball. The point of a point of your sport in the job is to be as consistent as possible. I love it. To keep you above the what's the name. Just, I missed those free throws, right? I hit a game winner, tied a three to get us in overtime, right? Had a great game, fell at the end, mm. right? There was games I shit the bed at the beginning, finished off well. Started off 0-10, 10-10, 10-20, Right? That's just how the game goes. The point of being a professional, being a superstar, being an all-star is trying to stay as level as possible. Like me, when I, when I judge players and I'm watching games, I can spot a 50-50 player. And a 50-50 player is a guy who gets very hyped on every shot he makes, very down on every shot he misses. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you just play mathematics with this player, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. 
how many games are you going to, out of 82 games, how many games are you going to start off making your first shot? Yep. You got to say 41 of them. That means 41 of the games you're going to be ready to play. 40 other ones, you're done. 100%. Right? That's my 50-50 player. You miss two shots, drops the percentage, right? Absolutely. So I don't, like I tell kids, fucking act like you made shots before. <laughs> but act like you fucking make a basket. Like you sitting there shooting arrows. <laughs> what are you swimming doing? Swimming and Come doing the dance. Like I already know what's going to happen when you miss two in a row. Uh, that shit is rampant. It is. <laughs> Body <laughs> language. In high school. It's the social I, media rampant. shit. It's the I social said, media. I, I tell all, all the kids I train, listen. When we, you, we, we, we train like we do this shit. Right? We do this shit. You, you go in there and you, you make a shot and you start celebrating. Get the fuck on the bench, man. Bro. Because you acting like you ain't never done this before. You acting like one of the kids that just got off the bench. We shooting five, 600 shots every morning. Do not go in there embarrassing me. <laughs> Do not go in there playing like you just scored a basket for the first time. Over there looking at your mama way. Fuck your mama right now. Act like you've been here before. I can't introduce you to none of my hoes. Why? Well, Cause them hoes all look good. You ain't never seen no good looking hoes before. <laughs> yeah, you right? gotta act like you done you seen some like fine. You, you act like you seen some fine things before, Woo. man. What Woo. you mean? Overhyped. And man. I, I love I what you just said because it makes so much sense. Because it's like when we put so much work into certain moves, certain counters, and you see we we'll go out there hit that counter. They're like, ooh, it's like ooh. Man, we work on this. Yes. What you talking about? This ain't no ooh. Yes. I do this. I shot that shot five thousand times just this week alone. What do you mean, ooh? Mm-hmm. No, that's supposed to go in every time. Yes. Ain't nothing supposed to miss. And if we miss, you better cheer. Because I'm over here like, mm, wait till the next one then. The next one's going to be harder to stop. And it's supposed to go in too. Yes. Like, it's just weird. I, I just, like, it just, it just comes with training. When I see kids dancing and, and I just be like, who's y'all trainer, man? God, I guarantee y'all trainer didn't play high-level basketball because... He would not accept this shit because it's you guys <laughs> doing what you're supposed mentally. to do. Because kids have sub his ass like, out. I told, he I ain't never won I before. Said, I said, "How many games have you went perfect?" They're like, "None." Okay. How many games where you missed all your shots? It was like none. I said, "Exactly. Those are rare things. Yep. If you take 20 shots in a game, making all 20 is rare. Missing all 20 is rare. Yep. Right. Right. Going for seven for 20." 10 for 20, 15 for 20, 3 for 20, that's going to happen. So if you already know that's going to happen, why are you being affected by the outcome? Just fucking play the game. Come on, You're going to miss wide open layups. You're going to make difficult layups, right? Shit you didn't supposed to make. You're going to make <laughs> difficult threes. You're going to miss easy threes. Why, are, why is your emotions being changed by the shit that's it's normal? Because they don't work You're going to get fouls. Right? You're going to get fouls you didn't supposed to. They're going to give you fouls. It's the game. Play the fucking game and just. just. I, I feel like this is bigger than basketball. Girl. This is really. It's a, real. It's a metaphor for life. No, it really it is. is. No, because what he's act saying. Act like you do this shit. He's saying, like, like act like you, you've done it. Because if a coach is giving you confidence to shoot, he wants to give you confidence to miss. Like, hey, be cool. It's just a missed shot, bro. Cool. Like, but you gotta shoot it mm-hmm. when you're open, right? But we want you to make your shot. So if you are practicing making shots, you're not just in the gym shooting shots. There's a difference between the outcome. Because now your confidence knows that I've been in the gym making shots. 
So every time I shoot, it's supposed to go in because that's all I watch when I'm working out is the ball going in, the ball going in. Now my expectation on myself when I'm out here hooping, man, that shit supposed to go in. What you mean? Off. Hmm. Off in the net. What you mean? <laughs> Off in the net. Catch it out the rim. What you mean? We got expectations around here. And that's the difference between greatness and other guys who just participating. Mm-hmm. Y'all out here participating, playing the game. Y'all not taking it to the cerebral side of the game where I got an advantage because I study more. I got an advantage because I have a bigger expectation for myself. Shit, when I go out here and I'm hooping, even after this, I'm gonna go pick up the ball up and I'm gonna go shoot my shot. Mm-hmm. The expectation for that motherfucker going in every time is at 99 percentile. And I don't even hoop like that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's still an expectation because if I needed to impress someone with my shooting ability, I need to be able to hit that motherfucker. And that's confidence. Well, that's real. And, you know, speaking of making shots, y'all made some shots for these underdog fantasy pickups for tonight, mm-hmm. for these playing games. You know the good folks at Underdog Fantasy, they keep these lights on. Get you only got four dollars left. Turn that four to forty. Bruh, bruh, don't l- listen. <laughs> Turn that four to forty. And let's look at these higher lowers. Is that mine? We're gonna start with your picks, Gil. Scotty Barnes over six, a higher 6.5 rebounds. Uh-huh. Vucevic, lower than 1.5 turnovers? It's possible. I don't know. Why the fuck are you going to turn the ball over? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the shit. That, but when you do the pick as soon as the game starts, this motherfucker got two turnovers in the first right. 35 like, seconds. Don't like, dribble. Just sudden, shoot. He's trying to cross over and go yeah, through yeah, yeah. it. You got DeMar DeRozan, a higher than 4.5 free throws. Man, I can see that. He's going to be really aggressive going back, mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. back these Raptors. Zach Levine, he need to make three three-pointers. Three you think he could do it? He likes oh, yeah. I was gonna pick that. I was gonna pick that, but I don't see because Gil, we've been we've been losing on some bullshit picks. I know we've been that's losing. That's a bullshit pick right there, because Zach might go in and just hit two. I got four dollars on this game. <laughs> All right, that's four dollars, y'all. Like I don't want y'all. I don't want y'all to look at those picks and be like, "Yo, he got a hundred. I got four dollars." Just trying to come up. That's, that's all I got left. Well, Rashad, let's look at your picks. Some similarities, some differences. Hmm. You went with the five piece. This man just made all higher. You got the, the same DeRozan I free throws higher. Caruso, 1.5 blocks or steals. I'm thinking you're thinking on the steals side. Defense. He, he, he be out there. He not beating shit, though. He be out there. Siakam with 31.5 uh, points of rebounds. Points of rebounds. Siakam be kind of tricking off my... my mm-hmm. He, he got to bring it. Man, right? that man ain't been good since that playoff series when he had Kawhi. Exactly. But he got to bring it. He got to lock like a, in. He was like a second option, and he looked great as a second option, and they tried to make him a But they ain't had option. nothing since. It's but like he, be, he the only thing they got up there. Him he and be deferring too much, and that shit be pissing me off. Why y'all didn't do the rest of that shit? Hey, man. Yeah, bring that motherfucker Let's back bring, yeah. bring it back. Let's do the rest of his bullshit-ass <laughs> plays <laughs> Fred Van Fleet, uh, 3.5 free throws higher. And then you got the same Zach Levine, 2.5. So you did, you did believe in that, Zach. I did. I did but I, I just, I'm, I'm shaky on did that. Did you take, hold on. Did you get insurance? I didn't. We, huh. No, we don't do that insurance. Joe, Joe told me. Joe, Joe no, I said it's soft. Listen, I didn't take insurance on my $4 either. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Joe said you're soft if you get the insurance, man. You can't be rolling with you the insurance. You, you can't be You, you got to believe Wait, in yourself. Hold, hold, hold on. How come we never see your fucking plays? Exactly. Because I'm at a higher plane. No, 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 no. Because we don't, no, no, no. We don't know if he's winning or losing. He loses. This motherfucker is winning and not giving us the shit. Gil, he if I was winning. You know, I'll be right here on this couch yes. talking a oh, lot of okay. shit. Like, like, I done got a see, few. I done got a few. We never see your plays. And I'm like, wait, this motherfucker. I've been, I've, been, I've been training, practicing, seeing who will betray me the most. Gotcha. 
Because he did sneak a couple when he's like, yeah, I won last week. Yeah, I won 500 last week. You gotta pick two. Only pick two, though. You got to square mentality. I'm analytics, breaking shit down. Who's going to betray me? Because I'm starting to learn the hustle. Like, backups, you just never know. Coach might start hating. Westbrook. Now I'm rolling with Draymond. We need to look at his count. He might be in the thousands. He pocketed. It's a lot of red on that shit, but we're getting to where we need to get to. The most important thing. deflected. We done pocketed many. I'm telling you. We done had some Ann Edward performances, but we will bounce back. We done went three for 17 a few times, but we also dropped some 30 pieces. Okay. We, once the 30 pieces get a little bit more prevalent, we'll hit them. But now we're about to wrap the show up. We got our last segment, mostly fans. Mm. Appreciate everybody on the chat, too. Y'all been really hitting it hard, mm. helping keep these lights on. Is these coming from the uh, chat? You know, something like that. Y'all better leave me the yeah, fuck alone. Them, I know that much. See what them crazy motherfuckers is talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you notice some nuts. You notice know some nuts in that in that chat right now. Leave me the fuck so home. quickly for both y'all, Gil, we'll start with you. Which player has the most pressure on them this playoffs? Ooh, the most pressure. Embiid. I was gonna say that. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh, yeah, I was thinking it the whole time. Like Embiid. Embiid. Uh, the reason I say Embiid is because he's he's going to win. He's going to win um, MVP, and he got to play Boston second round. Mm. <laughs> right? and, so he might be crying in the car. Right, and he's, you know, like he, that's one team he just can't get past. Mm. And, um, and it's going to be another disappointing year. So the pressure is can he get past Boston and really say he's an actual. So if he gets past Boston, that's a success for you. Yeah. I think that's a success for him. He don't got to do shit after that. Don't, don't tell. Rashad, my bad. You said Embiid as well, but. My bad. No, no, no. I'm, I was thinking Embiid. Oh. I, I know where, he, like, he's. Still hasn't been to Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Steph. Ooh. I'm going with Steph. I think the most pressure is on Steph. Now, we haven't talked about them being. What? The defending champs. They are the defending champs. Right. And then Steph not having as much pressure as Embiid as far as the, the MVP stuff, but as far as the, the chatter of that was a bullshit chip last year. You guys got it under these circumstances. Can you get back? Can you prove that you guys aren't, you know, <laughs> you, you guys aren't going to blow up the team? And I think that Steph is just sitting back wanting to prove everybody that, look, we are who we are, who we've been, who we can be. We got, we got to take our team back to the, to the situation where they, they was last year. We got to win the West. That's a lot of pressure for Steph to win the West. I think he made that shit up. No, nah, I'm saying. like I, I think he made like, Literally. No, he says, people been saying that that last year's championship was bullshit. It I, was. I never read that nowhere. I think you Because you don't, look, look. I think you just did this shit. I don't fuck it with journalists. A, <laughs> it ain't about the I blog. I think you just made I'm that shit about up. conversations around. Who questioned last year's chip as a book? A lot, a, lot of, a lot of people who are not Golden State Warrior fans. Some a lot of people, a lot of people who believe like a lot of people were injured and in and, and light of them going to a certain, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of chatter. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to say who we it is. Yeah, we push agendas on the show. Listen, I'm just saying. like That chatter at the 24-hour fitness do not count. I mean, <laughs> it counts somewhere if we all talk. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, for me, I'm like, look, Steph, 
They talking about you. Six seed. They talking about you. Booboo on the road this Cause year. Because if you lose, if you lose, we talking about breaking up the team. We talking about getting rid of all that shit. The dynasty. If you win, dynasty. hey, kumbaya, bring the fellas back. I don't think so. I think if the, even if they win, they're, they're going to shut it up. Last dance. If you win, you, everyone's worth more. There's a reason why and they keep them together. New CBA is not Reason not why they keep them together. Not favorable. Clo- they CBA, close it out together. That, that new CBA, they, oh, league said nay, not today. Who can't afford it? I'm just telling you, that new CBA, they not fucking with what the Warriors got cracking this year. That, Kumbaya, that together, it's going to be together But forever. I mean, Because they can't do it without each other, so I'm just giving, I'm giving Steph the nod. Steph fans, they put him on that LeBron that Kobe, that Jordan type of level. They say he's the best point guard ever. I don't know how much of a point guard he is. I'm a magic guy personally. It's 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 this for me when when it came to point guards, and I think a lot of people when I made this take, probably what three years ago, and I say Steph is not a top five point guard, but he's a top five guard. Mm. And I think people got confused with what I was saying. And if we go through old terminology the point guard, the playmaker of the team, the guy who is this. Mm-hmm. Well, Steph was, in my category, a different breed of a guard, yep. right? Yep. Now, if you take Steph and you compare him to the, the, the John Stocktons and all that, John Stockton can't compete with the stats this man's going to have, right. right? So top five point guard, he's going to be clinically the best point guard because he's going to have things that these guys are not even capable and weren't capable of doing, right? So it's unfair for both parties. So it's like, all right, we have pure point, and then we have this hybrid. The the unicorn. Like the the, the combo, then we have the shooting guard, right? Now now you know where to put... Allen Iverson. Yes. There's a lane created. Yes. You couldn't put him at the point. Then you couldn't put him at the two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, it's hybrid, right? Now you get to make, like, it's okay to make new lanes to put people in instead of these old traditional. Like, you've done change the game so much, but you're trying to keep the same five categories. Like, oh, for sure. the, the, the power forward. Talk about it. Now, the power forward now is going to have the ability to overtake a Tim Duncan and a Carl Malone because now they get to shoot five to six threes a game yep. and play this there. So they, they have the ability to do way more damage. There's mashups. You know, it's the, mashups of positions. Though, yeah. Like you're saying, like the four turns into a three-four four. hybrid, mm-hmm. right? The one-two becomes the one-two hybrid. And even um, the three-four hybrid, three-four-five is the P.J. Tucker. Yeah. The three, four, five that can play those three, the Draymond Green type. Yeah. Where you don't even know what to call the Grant Williams and the what do we call you little motherfucker? Point fours. <laughs> like is that even like Hobbit? When, 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 when they came out with that that when they came out with that that category, point forward, that should have been a category. Yes. Lamar, the Lamar Odom types, mm-hmm. and, you know, from Scottie Pippen. There should have been a category for that. Get rid of that fucking five category. There's more categories that have been created in this game, and it's unfair to guys who play it differently than other people. There's a point forward. That means they're at the forward position, but they're fucking playing point guard. That's a cat. That's those stats have to be judged by how it looks versus saying, well. You're a power forward. And he's like, well, I averaged 10 assists, but 
10 points. So, You're trying to compare me to Tim fucking Duncan? Right. I'm not Tim fucking Duncan. I'm the mix of this guy and this guy. And Do you know who came up with the turn point forward, Gil? Marcus Johnson. I'm not even going to wait. I'm thinking five, about it. Five, yep. five, look. And, and John Nelson was like, look, yeah. you're going to be initiating? He's like, so wait. I was there. I was there with the same four. episode. Okay. <laughs> so I've been there my whole life. I was sitting there with telling me that shit forever. <laughs> my whole life. But, but you, just, you got wasn't the first point forward, mind you, because I know people in the chat, oh, but, but gave that position in that. You got KD, too. Like, you look at KD as a hybrid, right? Because he can play the two, right? And it was like a Jonathan Bender, Darius Miles, these are guys that were big, tall, lanky, skinny, fast, with the ball, can move, but nothing like KD, where KD can come down and play, bring the ball down, mm -hmm. play the point. But he's so, seven. This fucking seven eleven. So I used to, I used to do this with with people, right? When they'd be like, "Hey, name me your top five. So I say, "All right, do your top five. I will see if top five is better than each other's, right? So they do theirs first. And then I'll say, all right, at the point I got LeBron, right? And it's like, you can't pull LeBron at the point. How can I not put the guy who's point forward and he's led his team in assists every year? Who initiates right? the offense for his team. Right? And As defined. Right? And if you look at, you know, Magic Johnson, he's point forward. Same exactly. thing. So if exactly. you can put Magic, yes. I can put him. It was like, well, Magic was a point. Then what was Norm Nixon? He was a point. Well, you can't have two fucking points now, can you? Then everyone gets mad. Then I'm, mm. I'm like, all right, at the two, I'll say I'll go with, uh, I said I'll go with Jordan. And then at three, I'll go with Kobe. You can't do that. I said, well, <laughs> technically, in the triangle offense. I can't. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the shooting guard is technically the powerful, I Inter mean, small forward. Interchangeable. I said, so what ends up happening is, in the triangle, Kobe and Jordan played the small forward position. Mm -hmm. The small forward played the guard position. Yep. So technically, I can do that shit, right? And I, I fuck with the game like that because it's interchangeable. Yes, sir. Well, look, something else is interchangeable is Gills Arena is now live three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Woo Thursday. Yes, sir. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Same time. We appreciate all y'all in the chat. We got the smoke smoking. I probably won't even stop it. Yeah. They got to see it. They got to see it. Just, yeah. Talk about my they gotta see today, it. God damn it. My shit fly. It's been another episode of Gears Arena. We appreciate y'all pulling up. We'll see y'all Thursday.